Hey guys, welcome back to Slice of Life. I'm Kay. I'm T. I was drinking tea. And today we are talking about Skyrim. So, Skyrim, what is it? Where is it? Who How is, is it? it? <laughs> so, Skyrim is part of a larger series of games uh, which are called The Elder Scrolls. Uh-huh. Made by Bethesda. Know, just so made you know. slew of good games. What are they called again, sorry? Bethesda. Mm. Say it one more time for me. Bethesda. <laughs> and it is, by and large, one of the most popular games of the decade, I'd say, if not the history of gaming. At least the last... Five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we're a little late to the party. We. You're a little late we, to the party. I mean, I only started playing Skyrim, say, what, four months four ago? Four months ago, yeah. Um, but you were ahead of the trend. No, T. I was on trend. Oh, you were perfectly yeah. on the bandwagon. No, I was actually somewhat behind in that I hadn't played Morrowind or Oblivion. Oblivion. Mm. I got into Skyrim as my first Elder Scrolls game and was freaking hooked. Yep, that's fair enough. I too have not played any other Elder Scrolls games, so we are by no means hardcore Elder Scrolls fans, Mm -hmm. but we are hardcore Skyrim fans. Absolutely. So So Skyrim, what's it about? For those of you who don't know, you are basically the star of the show and the world revolves around you. Which is just great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's story of my life. <laughs> and you basically are the dragonborn through no uh, fault of your own, I mm-hmm. guess. And yeah, it revolves around you trying to take down the bad guy. Alduin the world eater. That's it in a nutshell. There's a bunch of stuff that happens in between, of course. But that is all part of the journey. To be honest, I didn't endless. actually get to the end, which was beating Alduin. The main story end. I didn't get that until I was about level 41. Yeah. Because I just well kept putting it off. Yeah. Because like an Assassin's Creed game, I sort of thought if you finish the t- storyline too early, other side quests won't be available to you. Yeah. And you'll okay. cut yourself off. But it wasn't like that at all. So. I kind of feel bad going for the main story as well, because... If you finish the main story and you're only, like, say, level 20 or something, then yeah. it doesn't really feel like you've you done the, the hard yards. you got the whole rest of your life to wander around exploring caves. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, it's probably one of my favourite parts of this game. Absolutely. But I just feel like if you rock up to the last quest in the main story and mm. you're, you've got sick gear, yep. you're absolutely really well equipped and you know all your spells, you know... Yeah, you don't want it to become, I guess it's like with most games, you don't want it to become too easy by the end so that when you're beating, you know, the big bad boss, it's just like a walk in the park. You might as well Mm. be beating somebody else up. Skyrim does scale. Yes, thank God. So. All right. So, yeah, you loved the game, huh? Oh, man. So my character, let me just humble brag about my character for a second because she is sick. Um, My character is a red guard called Wathdel. I don't know where I came up She's with that a sick name. Mohawk. I wanted her to be called Rathdel, like, you know, the Wrath of Sauron. But then I forgot the R, so by then she was just Wathdel and <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought you intended for that. <laughs> I mean, it was a completely intentional name. Yes. In Red Guardian it actually means uh Of Del. Of <laughs> So as a preface to this, I am 
predominantly a warrior type in every game that we've played so far, co-op or otherwise, I have always focused my skills on just being a Slashing. massive tank. Yep. yep. I just run in, hack and slash my way through. It doesn't matter if it says, you know, you need to be stealthy for this mission. You I'll really find are. a way around yep. it, even in Assassin's Creed, when they're like, you know, get optimum points, optimal points for jumping off a building and, you know, doing a backflip yep, while stabbing sky assassinating child in this the guy. Eye. Yep. But which is. <laughs> it's one of the optional, <laughs> one of the optional ones in the first game. Um, but I never do it. I just sneak up behind them, usually try to like hack them as much as possible. So you, on the other hand, T. I'm all about so stealth. Much. All about the stealth and rangering mm. and stabbing, mm. being invisible. Like kind of, of like thing. the Legolas and Gimli of the gaming world. But I've always been that character in that set. I've always played that character like in World of Warcraft. Mm. I was a hunter class mm. and pretty much any game where you can have a sniper rifle, that's me. Yep. Yep. Whereas, even as far as I can remember gaming, even in like Final Fantasies, I was always the character with the biggest sword who could do the most amount of damage with one single nice. strike. Like the healer characters can get stuffed. I don't need you on my team. I do all the work hey, myself. Healers are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, now They're I realize. Completely underrated. But even back then, I just wanted to hack at things. Yeah, that's fair. So like Legolas and Gimli, you are the tall, pretty one. Elvish and... Don't Woodsy, wanna, don't wanna brag. and I am not. <laughs> you are the bearded, bearded one. <laughs> bearded and stubborn. So back to Skyrim. Sorry. So um, yeah. So Skyrim it was a bit of a is... different game for you, as in like it it opened your eyes to open world games yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played apart from maybe Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, I don't think I've ever played a game. a game that was immersive enough. Mm in its open worldness. Um, and this game definitely opened my eyes. When I first started it, I thought, no, here we go. It's going to be just a rip-off of Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or something. Like, I'm in this fantasy world. And I was kind of grumbly until I got to about, I think I got just past Rorikstead where you're, you yeah. just ditch a companion or whatever and now you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And when I realised that you can um, discover caves and go into the caves You're a cave dweller. Just like your dwarven counterparts. <laughs> all I want is treasure, just like a dwarf. And all or I dragon. want is to be underground slashing skeletons and draga? 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 The undead. Yep. Um, so you could leave me happily and I would do that all day. And I have done that all day. Mm. A lot you of have. times. I can attest to that. Um, let's just go through for a second because... There is an aspect of Skyrim that I find really interesting that I don't think any other game that I've ever played has where you can choose a companion to be your, yes. like, brawn to back you up. Go on. Um, so my companions had a weird way of dying a lot and never coming back. What? <laughs> Everyone, I feel like that's everyone's companions, though. Well... Wait, you haven't done a... You haven't cheekily killed your companion and looted their body? I just... <laughs> you haven't done that? Well, the problem was I would often use them as like a oh, bait and switch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'd send them out into the fray and then sort of stand back and pick off the weaklings after they'd done with them. But it happened with a fair few. And I think a lot of my story has been halted by my <coughs> accidental uh, companion disappearances. Yes, of course. So uh, Lydia 
who was one of my favorite companions, even though she kept yelling at me for like stepping on her and stuff. Oh, yeah, she she'd make that. that noise a lot. I'd be like, what do you want, Lydia? She uh, tragically fell to her death in mm. uh, one of the dwarven mines. Yep. And there were a few of the companions who were mm-hmm. like the guild. Is it called the guild? The uh, guild that I'm with? I think they just called it companions. Yeah. Though. And there's like a huntress and Filkas and Ayala. Farkas. Ayla. And yep, there's a few mm-hmm. others. Anyway, a few of them have also been tragically killed by. They died my in missions. battle. And to be and fair, they, died with they glory. were pretty weak. Like, they were pretty weak. And there is actually a mod, I think, that addresses that and makes all of the people in. Those positions and like the Yarls have proper equipment for Thank their God. station in life. I need that mod. Speaking of mods, mm. if you want a quick laugh and you've got like a spare couple of minutes to YouTube something, you should YouTube oh, yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine Skyrim, where someone has replaced dragons with Thomas the Tank Engine. Yep. It's amazing. It's brilliant. Like, yep. Yep. It's, it's worth a look. Well, maybe we should put a link in there. <laughs> we will. So. Of the realm of Skyrim, what is your favourite city? Do you have a favourite landscape? Okay. Well, look, it's there for weird reasons. So I do enjoy Whiterun, and I'll tell you for why. Because when I'm up to no good and mm-hmm. sitting at the top of Dragon's Reach, crouched, bow drawn, yep. do love to pick off a good couple of guards, you know, with their torch at night time. Just try and get the, the headshots lined up. Perfectly. So I enjoy White Run for that weird reason. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, though, I think the best city is Solitude. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean, and you can steal all of those iron bars from the blacksmith, and he magically replaces them it's and never great. realizes that. You never they're... get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got leather strips in there too. Yep. He's and there's a Fletcher. Not many cities have a Fletcher. That's true. You can buy good arrows in. I do enjoy Solitude. It's clean. Let me just point out as well that this is my game of Skyrim, right? And T plays it on the side when, you know. On the sly. On the sly when I need something stealthily done. Um, But he has racked up quite an amount of bounty for me across the land. Which what I am, is the point of having all that money if you I can't spend it on your bounty? I'm needing to pay off my bounty. So if it wasn't for you, I probably would have about 100 grand in the bank. But as it is, I only stand at about a good 60. <laughs> ah, that's fine. That's fine. You've got a sweet house. <laughs> I do. And speaking of my house, in Skyrim, you are able to marry and have children, not like produce your own children, but adopt, adopt children. Mm. I have two beautiful children in Sophie and Lucia, and I have a lovely husband in Gorbash the Orc. Gorbash is amazing, number yep. one. He is a legend of his time. and Also, he has his own store, so whenever I see him, he has money to give me. store, and he's, yeah, he's always like, yeah, the store has been making, store wink has been making heaps of money. I have a feeling he's selling things from within the house that I've put there. I he's think like, he's, I uh, have this dragon claw that I'd like to sell you. Oh, screw that. Chuck the dragon claws out. We don't need those. No. Well, they're good for decoration in case I have friends over. Yes, true. <laughs> All your friends. <laughs> My friends stuff. are dead. <laughs> One of the funny things that does happen at your house, though, uh, Lakeview Manor, Lakeside yeah, Lake Manor, Manor. Lakeview Manor, is it's been at a few occasions now where you've turned up and there have been giants loitering yeah, around your house. Yeah, I think they're lonely. They don't have woolly mammoths, and I think they're just lonely. They see that big house. Yeah. They're like, they're like oh, there's a fire. Could do with a piece of that. I bet Gorbash has made a nice home-cooked meal for yep. his beautiful wife, Wathdell. Yeah. I'd like a piece of that. Yeah. 
Yep. Speaking of Gorbash, though, I tried to, I tried and failed to romance the, uh, <laughs> the owner of, failed, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Arcadia's, Arcadia's Cauldron or something? Weird. Atrium um, in Whiterun, the lady who's the apothecarian. And it did not end well. She did not want a piece of me. And she kept telling me to get out of her house when I was stalking. I mean, when I was uh, there at <laughs> uh, inappropriate hours. Uh. So then I turned to Gorbash. I was getting a bit lonely and I thought, I might as well settle for this legionnaire yeah. orc. So I think I'd like to talk about some of the cooler aspects of it. Not necessarily like, oh, isn't it cool how in this storyline they do this? Yeah. But uh, more of the quirky, funny bits. Yes. Like... So we've got a bit of a tradition here at the TNK house where if there's a significant death in the game, so like killing Ulfric, for example, you've got to take it one step beyond the kill. You've got to take it just a little bit further to make it more memorable and to make it live on in the memory. Psychologist of those. listening, just block your ears for this next part because we yep. don't need this on our trail. So one of the things we like to do is to get that said dead body. Number one, fuss row it around a bit, move it around the place, just start yelling. Like and, a hockey puck yeah. around the room. Uh, and also, because they have 